Hey, and welcome to the 33rd episode of Power Playthrough. My name is Dan. My name is Freddie. And we started a new series today. Uh, we did it for my birthday, because my birthday is tomorrow. Yeah, so that's what we did it for. The yeah. gift to me was to start a new series. Yeah, and they start with the creepiest episodes you can start with. Yeah, so we're going to celebrate my creepy birthday party with the first three episodes of Gosei Sentai Die Ranger. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. So the episodes that we covered are Transform, It's Chi-Powered, and Your Souls, Please. Yes. So let's get out that creepy cake. The creepy full cake. of blood. Creepy cake full of blood, topped with some children's souls. and Yeah, and then we'll sing happy birthday and enjoy the show. You had the power. Are you ready for this? Shoji, are you ready for this? I don't think we can handle this. I don't think you're ready for Die Ranger. I don't think you're ready for Die Ranger. I don't think you're ready for this. Jeez. Oh, I'm, I'm sweating way more than I was a minute ago. That was your joke. Yeah, I know. And it was sucked. It just... Oh, here we are, though. Die Ranger... I really liked it. I really liked it. Like, we got, like, four commercials. Shout Factory, well done on the, like, immersion here, because we got, like, four commercials that, like, before the first episode started. Yeah, it was like crazy. A it, was, it was really gnarly. Um, but, yeah, we get right into it, and we get introduced to uh, our Red Ranger yeah. and uh, a creepy kid uh, playing with a yo-yo. Uh, a song I can't recite right now. He's talking about how he just loves you so I much. I love you so much. Yeah. I love you. Yeah. I want to have you. Yeah. It's like a... This is not the song that the, the Eagles of Death Metal. Eagles of, uh, the Eagles of Death Metal uh, mm-hmm. song. Uh, like, it's like, I love you all the time. Yeah. That'd be great if you saying that. Hmm. It is. <laughs> like that... Uh, this kid is uh, playing with a yo-yo and uh, singing this creepy song, and we get introduced to... So, generally, Freddy likes to write down the name of the child that we meet in the first episode of every episode so that he knows the name that he's talking about. Yeah. And right when we see this kid singing, I was like, we don't know these rangers, so we don't need to know the names of the kid until we know the names of the main characters. Yeah. I... And he looks up, and he's got these Coke bottle glasses on. Yeah, we, we yeah, it, and both I don't of think us it's just this like it's the next time we see the kid we see that but yeah, we have to mention that this kid has yeah, like the goofy uh magic shop or costume store uh coke bottle nerd glasses. You can get them on uh what's that one site the red, uh 80stees.com. Yeah. You can get these like coke bottle glasses for a nerd costume, but that's what he has on and but we see uh Rio Who's our Red Ranger? Yeah, and he's like a... He's like a he's, I, he was taking out the trash for a restaurant, so I don't know what job he does. Maybe he's a waiter, maybe he's a cook, maybe he's the dishwasher. Yeah, because he, he, later you see him like stalking like a 
pantry kind of thing mm-hmm. with some non-perishables. And anyway, the, um, there's a little girl he's with, and uh, can't, uh, I can't. I told you we didn't need to yeah, learn the we names. Didn't get the name. Sorry. We're learn- We're meeting our rangers. Yeah. Um. But uh, right off the bat, we get a creepy tube. Oh, it's like a. It's a. Two. It's a gold tube with a. With a bitey mouth. Yeah, it got a bitey mouth on the end of it. And yeah. it grabs this little girl and pulls her underground. And Rio tries to stop, but like it's way too fast. It and looks it like a snake out. from Doom. Yeah. Like something like it's some sandworm kind of thing. You know, it looks like a giant lamprey or whatever, yeah. you know? And it sh- spits out her backpack and shoes. Yeah, it drags her underground, spits out her stuff, and then, and then it comes back for Rio. Yeah, and Rio has a sick, like, there's a chase sequence yeah, right they, off the bat. they got some athletic kids. Yeah. Because this chase scene happens with some free running. He's, like, going up some steps. He takes a bump on the stairs. <laughs> yeah, he does. Yeah, uh, face face to the, to, to the great metal step. Yeah, yeah and then he, like, kind of just jumps over some... Uh, some bars in into like a yeah. clothesline. Yeah, it's like a partition between um, two buildings, but there's like a clothesline there. And when he does it, he like hits the clothesline, and the sun comes beaming through, like obscuring everything. <laughs> like it's, yeah. but it's it's it fits. It's very uh, frantic, you know. Yeah. Very frantic. And he's running for his life, like against this uh, this thing that's coming after him hard. It's knocking him around and stuff. He's getting dirty. Uh, he is knocked to the ground, and we encounter uh, what's his well, name? Well, like he hides for a second. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And it's yeah. kind of crazy because he's like, I f- he gets like a moment of rest, and he's like, I got away, and then he hears the singing again, mm-hmm. and he turns around, and there's the little boy playing with the yo-yo, and then the the lamprey comes out and tries to get him, but we see uh, we see a crazy like man who's got these, like, cool... They're the Coke bottle glasses as well, but they're sunglasses, so they're cooler. And he's kind of standing there watching the whole thing, and he's like, well, he's, he's able to get away. And this red dragon comes out of the sky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, where, where we know as the red uh, dragon thunderzord. You yeah, know, which like, we were introduced to in the last episode. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it comes down and falcors him off the ground, just swoops him up. Mm-hmm. And takes him out. And then next thing Rio knows, he wakes up in this like warehouse, this dingy warehouse with like, like it, it it's weird. It's a very, um, it's got a big iron door, gorilla operations kind of thing. Yeah. He books it out of there. When he goes out into the room, he sees the motorcycles, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. the unicorn cycles, and the red one comes to life to like kind of chase him down. Yeah, yeah. They then you're talking about the cycles. Each have like adornment similar to their animal. You know, like the dragon horns and the unicorn horn and the, the so, griffin horn. When we got that. these toys in the U.S. for the Power Rangers one, where they came with the Mighty Morphin Power Ranger. Yeah, they were just rig- they all had the the griffin. Thunderzord. They were all the Yellow Ranger one, essentially. They had no horn. Oh, you're kind of unlocking all, a memory here. They're all uniform motorcycles. Yeah. And these ones had the adornment of their matching uh, mecha. Yeah. So, like, the red one had... It still looked like a horse, but it had the dragon's horns and stuff like that. Yeah. It was really cool looking. Um, when he is when he gets out of the warehouse and he finds out where he is, he soon encounters uh, three boys, three three uh, 
three dudes um, who we will come to find as uh, Daigo, Shoji, and Kazu, respectively, are green, blue, and yellow ranger. Yeah, but Ryo is, like, escaping because he's afraid. He was just saved by a dragon. Yeah. Chased by... A motorcycle. Well, a, a, a bitey mouth. <laughs> yeah, chased by the lamprey thing, and then uh, saved by a dragon. Woke up in a in a warehouse where you go when you're kidnapped. <laughs> the best way to put it. Yeah, chased by a by a dragon motorcycle. Yeah, and now he's being surrounded by three men with very serious looks. Yeah, they grab him, they drag him back yeah. to the to the spot, and he runs into our a our a mentor character Kazu. Is it Kazu? No, it's no, Monster Ka- Kaku. Ka- Kazu, yeah. We're getting the names down. Kazu, yeah, Kazu's the Yellow Ranger. Master Kaku. Yeah, Master Kaku is the the sword on or... Um, he's the mentor. Barza, you know, yeah, he's the mentor character. And he explains to him about Chi. Yeah. The power of Chi, which is uh, going to be the, the theme for this series. And he... Displ- but we're right off the bat. What we learn about Master Kaku is that he doesn't teach. He doesn't tell you things. Yeah, he teaches you. He teaches you and he tests you. Yeah. So He brings out a sword that he holds kind of like he balances it. And then with the power of Chi, so without touching it, he makes it fly at Ryo Uz against a box. And it nearly like hits him in the head. But he well, re- with like his Chi reaction yeah. time, yeah. he dodges it. And that, that shows to a Shoji that, you know, this is the right guy. Yeah, he's Shoji like, being oh, the, good. the Blue Ranger. Yeah, and um, yeah, uh, that's Master Kaku pulls a real Zordon move in this. He goes, "There's one more coming, but from now on, you're the Die Ranger." Yeah, yeah. He, he has recruited you into his war. We move real fast because we. He explains the enemy, the Gorma, and how they're coming. Yeah, the Gorma trying. have reawakened, and they've mm-hmm. infiltrated everything. Yeah, and. It's now your job as the Die Ranger to stop them. Yeah, it's like a very, uh, what do you call that, secret, you know, uh, not society. You, you've been recruited into a secret war. Yeah, it's a secret war. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Yeah, it is uh, beyond uh, beyond the um, public eye, you know, like that kind of yeah. thing. Like, it's cool. It's I'm I'm already invested. I'm like, all right, what's going on? The every, like, very different look, you know. Yeah. And they, what I notice is that these these rangers don't really color coordinate. Some somewhat, they have little things here, like now and then they'll wear uh, an appropriate the, color. The only thing is, is that Rio, in this first episode, he doesn't color coordinate at all. He gets like a red jacket at one point. Yeah, when they get to the next part where they yeah. meet Lin or Rin. Yeah. Um, the version we're watching the Chow Factory put out calls her Rin. But the Super Sentai database yeah. her Lin. So, one, either way, Rin, uh, Lin. Um, she wears a pink jacket. Yeah, she does. It, but it's like a subtle pink jacket. And there's no real vibrant colors in it. It's all like a muted mm-hmm. uh, version of the color of their respective rangers. But um, we get introduced to her, and she's just got off the boat. And she's walking, and this like group of uh, cyclists come by her. Pass, pass through, uh, pass around her, then stop on a dime and turn around, and chase after her. Yeah, 
and like she's running and it's kind of cool it's like a rumble in the bronx kind of feel to it you know she's dodging these uh cyclists as they come at her and um the uh she she is joined by the other uh die rangers yeah but at this point the monsters have become the like gorma yeah what were they called when they turn around they become the new minions yeah they're really cool they kind of got like these suit zentai suit suits <laughs> yeah they're uh they're called the coat potros they're basically the grunts and they wear tuxedo tights yeah and they, they got like red lips they got like white and black helmet head things with red lips on them and they wear white gloves and yeah. stuff they look they're basically kind of like a bunch of servants or butlers you know that kind of stuff um yeah and they're all riding the, the bicycles we get a pretty cool uh like fight and uh, they, the rangers, are able to knock off enough and take their bikes. It's it's kind of fun because they don't really do fighting through this. They just outsmart them. Yeah, they they dodge and evade and all that. And it's pretty cool. They make them crash to steal bikes, and then they use the bikes to knock them off of other bikes. Yeah, it's it's good stuff. Um, they come to a let's see here. They they get to I remember they like they end up at the top. This is, they end up going through a tunnel. Yeah, that's right. And then they hear the singing of the little boy again. Yeah, yeah, singing his weird little song. And the little boy <laughs> is walking, and he's dropping his yo-yo, yeah. telling them how he loves them, and then he transforms into the monster, which we get the name Baron String. Yeah, so all these monsters are kind of like... There's like a martial arts theme here. All these monsters have a a like mastery of some style yes and his style is the string style but he's he's like rusty because he's been dormant for so long and uh but yeah he's the master uh let's see there fist of the string yeah the and himoshinken yes yes yeah. fist of the string <laughs> and he immediately goes i've been asleep for thousands of years my strings are ready for battle and he shoots five out Ties be, up the die ranger and hoists them up in the air, yeah. ready to kill them. Yeah, I would be fisted a string cheese. <laughs> That's what I'd be. <laughs> you were holding on to that one. Well, you're you're telling important stuff, and I had nothing important to say, <laughs> so I was like, "Let him do that," and then I'll say my stupid stuff. So, when he has them tied up, he brings out a sixth one. Yeah, that has, that a, has point. a point at the end. Yeah, so sharpened in knife string. Ha. He's going at Rio, and Rio thinks of what Kaku yeah, is saying, he, using, use the chi. Use your chi, and you can achieve great power. To where they unveil their, their changers, the aura yeah. changer. It's pretty cool. I like how it's yeah. done. You grab it, and you pull it over. and yeah, then you grab it. There's a little finger hole that you rip it out. Yeah, and then you put it over the... And then you insert it into the second side, which actually, in Power Rangers, yeah. got reused... As the Magna Defender Morpher. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Huh. Because uh, when we get there, Magna Defender never. Yeah. Never takes it off. But. Yeah. Right. Right. But it, they they transform and we get introduced to uh, their uh, their heaven. What is it called? Heavenly stars. Yes. Is that what it is? Yes. Uh, but uh, this one's going to be tough for me to remember, but we get. Ryu Ranger, he yeah. is uh, the Heavenly Fire Star. 
Yeah. Daigo is the Phantom? No, wait, wait. Daigo is the Green Ranger, and Daigo... Daigo, yeah, Heavenly Phantom. Phantom. Shoji... The Blue. Is Heavenly Gravity. I'm pretty sure. We'll find out. Heavenly Gravity. And... You can load. The Heavenly Gravity Star. Kazu, Heavenly uh, Time star yes because it's cool and then lynn is the heavenly wind star yes and we don't get any transformation sequence or anything like that they just do it they are them then they do their roll call and through zoo ranger when they came into battle we always know the flips yeah the like one goes this way one goes this way this one, they kind of jump into it, but their chi flows off of them, they kind got of like, propelling them. Yeah, they got this, like, after-image blur on yeah. them. It looks really cool. There's some, um, you, you, you could tell it's, uh, you know, a little later, because there's some, like, early CG here and there and yeah. with uh, regarding the, um, the uh, what are they called? Um, through, through the damage stuff. Yeah, I'll, keep, I'll, I'll remember them, though, like the, the bad guys. What are they called again? Uh, they're the Gorma. The Gorma, yeah. Um, but yeah, we get them transformed, and uh, the suits look fantastic. Like these, it's a crime that these helmets were never seen in a. They are. Well, I meant like in Super Mega Force, they're seen. Yeah, sure, more. sure, sure. But I meant like uh, it's like full fledged series with these looks, these helmets. It's awesome, and um, they also got like they all got the journey into the West, like Monkey King staffs. You know, yeah, yeah, which is awesome. Yeah, I love that they all have it. That's like kind of like their blade blaster well, they kind have of the, thing. They have the two swords that they can put together into the gun. Yeah, yeah. And they all have the staff. Yeah. Which is dope. Yeah, it's really... So, uh, let's see. How do we go here? What's after that? So, they go into battle with the... Uh, oh, I can't remember their names. It's okay. With the, the minions. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And we get the... We get each die ranger defeating a group of minions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, uh, the combat... Except it, for Rio Ranger. Yeah. Um, he's he's fighting Baron String. But you talk about the combat between the the auxiliary. It's very cool. Like, it's... Um, There's very, very uh, heavy emphasis on the, you know, martial arts. Uh, each of them have, like, when they do their roll call, you notice they each have, like, a style... I can't name them, but like the yellow one, you know, Kazu, you pointed out, is like a, it has a drunken boxing look. Yeah, he's always moving his hand out like that. Yeah, that sway, you know. Like, it's really cool. Like, I like how they they fight. They they have a very, uh, like in the third episode here. We actually skipped one thing, like when they meet Lin. Like, they make a point to talk about how she... Oh, yeah, Thank you for coming from China. Yeah, she's Chinese, opposed to all of them are are Japanese. Yeah. So, she's, like... They imported her to come fight. And what she has shown is that she's way stronger than she, because she's, like, focusing it out of Ranger Fullman, blowing people away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's cool. Real cool. Uh, Yeah, uh, Ryo is fighting the Baron String. Yeah. And... So what what goes? Geez, I'm sorry. one of the one of the cool things about it is he goes into his fighting position. He goes, "Oh, it looks like you're using red dragon fist." Yeah, 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 no, yeah. You won't stand up to my string fist. Yeah, they're kind of like yeah, that's right. They're in like a field, and then 
he's right, but he knocked like with the string fist and knocks him through like a bunch of barrels and boxes, you know, as as you do in all Power Ranger and uh, and Sentai fights. Mm-hmm. Um, Where Rio Ranger escalates to swords. Yeah, yeah. Get to see his his uh, like he had, what the, I think they're did he use the twin dragon? Uh, here? He used the multi blade spear. Oh, the multi blade. No, no. He used the die buster, which become the swords. Okay. Because um, I know he, we saw, like, he was, like, the only one we saw with, like, un- unique weapons, right? No, because they were the, the two that hang on all of their sides. Oh, he okay. pulled out and he okay, made two okay. swords. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. But we see his technique, yeah. which is the 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 Firestar, what you're talking about, where he goes in the air. And, like, I liked it because I said they're moving at, this episode one, you know, and we're, like, what, 12 minutes, 15 minutes into it or something like We're that? We're pretty much at the end here. Yeah, like, it, they, they're they going at a breakneck speed, but you're following it, you know? And they're, and they're like, yeah, you know what this is. You know, this is a Sentai show. You know that. As this happens, we'll fill you in. We'll say, like, because as he does that technique, we get a narration. It's like, Heavenly Firestar, when yeah. he channels his chi, he can create a, bl- a blast of fire that destroys enemies. Yeah. Um, he uses it on Baron String and... Okay, so he uses it on Baron String and knocks him back. (laughs) And what Baron String does, he goes, oh, no, I'm not dealing with that. And he pulls out a grenade out of his back pocket. Yeah, that was wild for us. And he opens up the grenade, throws it down. It does this, like, explosion and then implodes back on Yeah, it reverses. Yeah. And he has grown big. So the grenades are... There's a thing for him. We always, like, we that just... That was a Zed thing. Yeah, we saw Zed use them, and we're just like, what is that? They're very... Although they have much more detail in this. They have, like, you know, there's... There's, like, it's an not just a, inside Yeah, of it's not just a gray ball on a gray ball. These, like, it looks more like grenade. It has, like... It looks like a, like a thermal detonator from Star Wars. Yes, yeah. Speaking of which, we get something that's uh, the bad guy's theme. We get a very... Uh, any when uh, uh, Baron strings about and he's and you had him like grappled and stuff like that. We get a very, very close non copyright infringing oh, yeah, yeah, imperial yeah. march. Well, we absolutely and it, do, and it's gonna play throughout the rest of this battle. Yeah, this it, this is like the bad guys jam. This is their theme, you know. Um, to combat this, Ryu summons Ryu Seo. The red dragon. Yeah, uh, Riso. Yeah, 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 yeah. He summons it, and it is so cool. It comes out of the sky with that that thing that you know if you watched Power Rangers season two. Uh, it's incredible, but what happens is that Rio takes a sword, forms it into the gun. Yeah, the the die he, buster. The yeah. die buster, and he fires up at Ryuseo. Yeah, and it wraps around. It's like him. a lasso kind of thing, but it like yeah, and it, it pulls him up, gives him yeah, and he gets on top, and the thing latches onto his feet. Yeah, there's a very prominent spot for him to put his feet that locks him in. Yeah, yeah. and he rides the head of it. It's gnarly. It's <laughs> so cool. And the episode ends there, basically. Like uh, we, is that where it ends? Yeah, because this the next episode picks up, and they fight like how they get rid of a uh, yeah. So now we're moving on to its chi power. Yeah, its chi power, and this is kind of a unique way of doing it. But they uh, we finish the fight with a uh, Baron String, 
But we, we get some cool stuff right off the bat. We get to see the Ryoseo uh, Rio Rio battle mode, which is, you know, Red Dragon, uh, Red Dragon Thunder I think Sword he's called, like... Warrior form. Uh, yeah, let's see here. He's called the Mythical Chi Warrior Ryuseo. Yeah, that's cool. That's yeah. really cool. Yeah, Mythical Chi Warrior form. Um, he goes from the Mythical Chi Beast to Mythical Chi Warrior, and we get, like... We get some stuff we... Like, he he's... Very um, agile. Yeah, he just like chops and stuff like that. He's he kicking the crap like out of. Yeah, he's kicking the crap but, out of Baron String. Really. So Rio enters, and then when he lands on the ground, the four Die Ranger run into the foot. To enter. Yeah, yeah. There's like a there's an entrance at the foot. Apparently, they don't jump on him. They just they just run towards his foot, and there must be an elevator or something. <laughs> like, and they go into the cockpit, which is awesome because like. There aren't controls. It's not a robot. It's going to be controlled by their chi and their movements. Yeah, and they all got those... those The static electricity balls that you would see in the Children's Museum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And they're channeling their chi through the static electricity ball. It's cool. It, it works. It works very well visually. Thematically, it's, it's very cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he, when he transforms, he, he's very agile. He kicks the... He does fight like... There's no... All the Megazords are lumbering, you know. Tool, tool, tool. This dude, the mythical Chi Warrior, Rio, uh, I'll say it once. Ryu Seo. Rio, Rio Seo. Yeah. Rio Seo. Yes, mythical Chi Warrior, Rio Seo. Uh, he fights very fluid, very fast, very agile. Kicks the crap out of Baron String, but then he uh, pulls out the, the staff. Like, he has his own staff that we... We've seen in Mind yeah. Morphin, but like when he spins it, there's like this like yeah flower. I don't know what uh, it like is. Like it's a, called the Great Windmill Slice Attack. Yeah, the Great Windmill Slice. Great name, love it. Yeah, and he uh, yeah he just houses Baron String. He just he embarrasses him. Yeah, gets rid of him like like that. Uh, and they waste no time. Like we go down and we see children playing, and. Um, Shoji is Oh, sorry, actually, just so you know. Yeah. Hey, power play through. Um, when Rio did uh, the flame attack, he spit out the children. Yeah. The the one mouth tentacle spit out the children. Yeah, that was real gross. Uh, yeah, They he, also showed like, close-ups of that tentacle, too, and it was greasy. He has a really funny moment when they knock him over. And they're like, oh, yeah, we beat him. And he opens up his eyes and he's like, fooled you. Oh, yeah, yeah. They knock him down when, when they're in the mystical chi warrior form. They knock him down. He's like, ugh. And his little eyeball closes. And they're like, we did it. And he's like, fooled you. And then, he, yeah, he sends out the tentacle and attacks him again. Uh, it's silly. Yeah, it's a good bit of silly. I like it. Uh, so, yeah, you, you're right. You pick it right up with some uh, some kids. In a field playing some games. Yeah. Uh we see a um, this this like oh uh, they're playing basketball yeah 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 and that's basketball we see starts. a lot of sport like a lot, lot of sports action we see a basketball game going on um, Shoji is hanging around well we kind of don't know that at this point well yeah I guess like the yeah. basketball just kind of like bounces this kid's chasing it and it's like unnaturally bouncing and this man dressed in the closest thing to an Orlando Magic outfit. Except it says Boston. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like black and blue and white and orange. And it yeah. says Boston on it. Yeah, yeah. And he he's palming the basketball and he follows this kid. Oh, he's holding it. And the kid's like, hey, can I have my basketball back? And he's like, no. And he turns it into this red Buddha head. 
It looks like a gusher sculpted into a red Buddha head. It is like simultaneously. Yeah. Because, I mean, yeah. It looks like when there were gushers commercials that would turn your head into the fruit. Oh, this, oh, this uh, is the it weird. It's like the gross CG island, face. The island of Dr. Moreau uh, version of that. Yeah. Where, where there's human gusher hybrids. Yes. Oh. Yeah, that's, but he does a slam dunk. He, um, <laughs> he slam dunks the head. He dunks this kid. kid. He dunks this kid with this monk head. And now he has control of him, so he just picks him up and runs away with him. Yeah, and uh, that's when we, we see that Shoji is there. Yeah, Shoji sees the kid being kidnapped, and he's like, hey, stop it. Yeah, and he and just he like runs after him. And the guy like kind of like disappears, but then... The, uh, the new monster, Purse Priest. Yeah, the Purse Priest... <laughs> He, uh, or pur- I think they call him Purse Monk, but yeah, Purse Priest, Purse Monk. It's, a, yeah, um, which is this, like red, red clad, black legs, gold boots, and I like a He's purse a, for a head, yeah, but an eyeball purse on for it. a head with an eyeball. And then the head, the ma- the purse opens up like a mouth, and then there's a red gusher monk head in there. Yeah, his weapon is really weird. It looks like a Q-tip with a mallet. It is it's weird. Like a, it's a red Q-tip with a mallet. Yeah, like one end's a Q-tip, the other end is a mallet. And I think they built it like that so that it was balanced, since this person in this suit couldn't see. Um, <laughs> no, that's a good point. Yeah. Uh, Shoji transforms. Immediately. Immediately. And Purse Head, uh, uh, Purse Priest, Purse Monk, G- Gusher Monk, uses his... Like the slam dunk attack and just sends it's like death head after head after head after yeah head a bunch of them and we see Shoji try to use his or uses his ability which is the gravity star yeah so he can go zero gravity but it has no effect on the gusher heads that just peg him at one after the other and uh, after that per- purse monk gusher monk disappears just dips out yeah and Shoji's real. Uh, well, he's real bummed about this. Yes. I don't know what I was going to say, but yeah, he's he's real um, bummed about this predicament and the child napping and the, the purse monster to just... But if I remember correctly, he doesn't really tell anyone about the like child napping or anything like that. Yeah. Is this um, is this where we get our introduced to our like our our uh, generals of the Gorm of the Well, they were in the first episode for a little bit. We get but... like little peaks of them yes at this point they're kind of riding to a location yeah and we see like but, how they're dressed and stuff they like they have a they, they're like they're, it's like a weird dominatrix thing going on yeah it is kind of like a little little bit like that but before we get to them yeah we cut to rin walking around and the gorma are like oh we've see, we see her we see her operation pink hamburger pink pink, ham, pink hamburger yeah yeah Oh, the pink hamburger's on its way. Yeah. and That's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And uh, the purse priest dunks a head on her and kidnaps her because they see, she sees them kidnapping another kid to lure her to get kidnapped herself. Yeah, there's like some, uh, they they start turning into the the tuxedo monsters. We're going to get all these names down. I'll, it's the first episode. Also, I do not have my notebook and like you probably are saying like, well, there's certainly, there's something you could have, uh, there is, there, there certainly is. You're right. There certainly is, but, but some, it's not his notebook. It's not my notebook. And so I don't have my notes. Promise you next, uh, next batch of episodes. We're going to have the names down, 
but uh yeah these uh the tuxedo monsters the the, the putties the you know the the, Gol- the golems you know the the minions uh show up they're like and every that's the uh big thing is like you said it's a secret war all of them uh can disguise as just civilians yeah so you don't know who's like who you can trust basically but uh like these kitchen workers confront or like these uh chefs and stuff like that or servers whatever they just they just tattle on her yeah but they transform into the the uh yeah the minions yeah and she gets kidnapped and she's taken to this secret base Mm -hmm. um Uh, when uh, she's kidnapped yeah uh what's his name shoji he sees the car that they're all being loaded into and he follows the car to like the secret guide, the secret area where the generals are, and there's like a table being made for them, and that's what we were on. If you want to know what the little monsters are, gotcha, gotcha. The table's made, and they're getting prepared for their top generals to show up, and we don't learn their names at all. We we point. get I think we get a mention. Here and there, like they'll they're said, because uh, I remember uh, like a uh, Shaddam was mentioned, but we uh, there's three distinct ones though. We we there's one guy who has kind of like a he's got like a bomber cap kind of thing going on, but with a big ring around his eye. Yes. Uh, uh, we the, get the other dude who has like an executioner kind of hood thing going on. Yes, yes, and then we get uh, a female that's kind of got. She's got. She's got like a leather cone. She's got a thing six. Going on. She's got a sixties Godzilla alien thing going on. Yeah, she looks like one of like you know, from Planet X or whatever. You know, that's that's her style. She's got going on there. But uh, those are the three generals, more or less. Yeah, there's obviously going to be some, you know, some higher up. But yeah, we're going to see more later. But these are the three enemies that we're dealing with now. They kind of and they operate. Or they seem to be kind of like a like a church or something, you know? They yeah. like a like a faith you know? because they're sitting down for dinner, and they have five empty chairs in front of them, to where the four the four kids and Rin that have been kidnapped are being placed. Yeah, and these generals all have these like psychic abilities because the female she like waves forward and the chair comes to her. Yeah, they all have yeah different abilities. Yeah, they they exhibit they all they all get exhibited in this episode if I remember correctly because we yes. saw it. Yeah, yes. yeah. But uh, Shoji's following this and he's watching it through a window. Yeah, and then a man in a Jason Voorhees mask. We get yeah and we a hood. We get a budget evil. Carrying, <laughs> yeah, carrying a scythe comes up and he puts the scythe to Rin's neck. Yeah, and. The woman smiles and nods her head, and the man goes to chop her head off. Yeah, the, she says that you, you know, all die with honor or something, like sacrifice yourselves with honor or something. Yeah. Like, this is all for the, the Gorma Empire or Gorma tribe, you know. Yeah, all uh, will be reborn as Kotrops uh, or something like that. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's just dark stuff. It's actually, it, like, I mean, there's kind of, like, the, they're kind of goofy looking just because how they are, but it's, it's dark... Uh, 
co- context and all that. Um, but yeah, it's a very if you're familiar with with uh, New Japan, Ingo Bernabalus, uh it looks like a budget evil because yeah. he's got a siphon a hood and all that, but he's got like a got a hockey mask on, so it's like right before Rin's head's about to get chopped off. Uh, Shoji's like, no! Yeah, he yells in the window, window, and then he just shoulder checks the window. Yeah, he window, and it shatters, and he comes through. Yeah, he rolls through it, like, I'm, jeez. And he knocks away the, uh, the executioner, and then cuts off the gusher head. Yeah. Which falls aside, and, uh, freeing, freeing Lin, and he does the same to the, to the other captives. Yes. And now him and Lin are facing off against these generals, and then we see their powers. Like, yeah, where? Where the, the ones on the side, like, so the, the, they the girl... They teleport and change positions. Yeah, they teleport and change positions, and they have these, like, telekinetic strand, like, things that they're able to grab the rangers with. Yeah, and they pull them to them, and then the main one with the ring eye, yeah. he opens his mouth and he shoots, like, blue flame at them, which explodes on contact. Yeah, um... It's the, a good display of, uh, good display of like power for these guys. They like, you can't take them on. You know, they're they're definitely the the big bads. The other three now. die ranger come through, already transformed through the window in their Kieber machines, the motorcycles. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's and really really cool. <laughs> they're ready to do work. Um, yeah, but they um, so the generals they just basically bug out. Once this happens, yeah, and are you doing a motion here? At the scythe man, I need to know what the, the executioner. Yeah, okay. Uh, <laughs> the executioner is revealed to be the purse priest. Yeah, it's the purse priest, <laughs> and we do battle, and they lure him outside, and they fight him. They fight the, the oh minions. man, oh man, we totally forgot. Ah, I totally forgot something. Uh, there is a master uh, Kaku stuff here. Where he, remember he... Oh, yeah. yeah. When he, when Shoji talks to Master Kaku about how he, the gravitational chi blast didn't work, he goes, yeah, technique never beats a technique. It only causes destruction. You need to find another way to defeat people. Yeah. And he sends him to a room where it's just a bunch of, like, medicine balls or, like, metal... But he has, like, an old Sony box TV out there <laughs> Yeah, that, that's the viewing. Failure. That's the viewing globe. Like, it's it really is just a... Just a... Yeah, it's it's a CRTV. You yeah. Know? Like, it's, it's just a TV. And he's like, look. And he shows him, and then he brings him to this room where he has to learn to just deal with it. And it's with. just a bunch of heavy balls on chains in a room. And he walks in. And he holds up his hand using his chi and makes them all move yeah. and says, okay, see you later. Yeah, yeah, it's exactly what you said. He doesn't tell you, he teaches you. Yeah. Like, I like him so far. Um, it was this where we also get the <laughs> Kaku. Uh, he's able to, we, we see, like, he's able to, like, go to a ethereal plane or something like that. Because that's how. Uh, that was when he summoned the. Ryoseo. Ryoseo. It comes out, yeah, like, he he, he uh, meditates on, like, a box, and he gets transported along with the box into this plane. The box gets destroyed just being there, mm-hmm. and Ryoseo comes out. Uh, there's a lot going on with Master Kaku. And, in fact, the, the generals actually respect Master Kaku, because they, they said in this, if it's like, it doesn't matter, you know, if the Blue Ranger saw, you know, Shoji saw, 
it's Master Kaku. If he catches, he goes. The Die Ranger are inexperienced. They'll fall. Yeah, but if Master Kaku finds out about the plan, then I think it's in this episode. No, but the point is, they respect Master Kaku. There's. Uh, it is the next episode with the kid souls. <laughs> of course, it is. They respect Master Kaku enough that they they he's he's the guy to look out for. While they uh, illustrate that these Die Rangers are inexperienced, they're new to the job. You know. And I like that. I like that these guys, because you were saying, in Zia Ranger, these are ancient warriors, you know. They're about that life. Yeah. This is their life. They know what, you know, they know what goes down. They, they, they I mean, fight monsters. like with Zia Ranger, at the end of it, they were like, well, our job's done. It's time for us to die. And they <laughs> rode off to heaven. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's their role. They were about that life. That's their role. And, and these guys are just... They really, you put it very well, they are teenagers with attitude. Yeah. It's very close to uh, Zor- Zordon's... Uh, mantra. Yeah, mantra. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is uh, his M.O. Um, yeah. Uh, where were we? Where were we? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they rescue Lin, and uh, they ride in on the keyboard machines, and yeah, yeah. Purse Monk, so... Purse Monk does what he did before, which is the gusher head attack, the the dunk death, whatever you call yeah. it. We get a uh, awesome action though with the their 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 staffs. Like yeah, everybody's s- using staffs this battle. It's so cool. Like I love that they that except for Shoji. I love I love that that's like kind of like their I love that it's their shared weapon is at the staffs. It's really cool. You know, I always thought like I mean, Donatello is my favorite turtle. You know. It just looks cool. You know, the staff, like seeing uh, someone fight with a staff and stuff like that. I was a scumbag that played Keeley in Soul Calibur, mainly because I went into the Boulder Station arcade, saw Soul Calibur 2, and I was like, oh. And I was like, I picked Keeley because he had a staff, and also he was really easy to use. Yeah, and because you wanted to make everybody you ever played against mad. Yeah, he was Eddie Gordo. You know, he's, he's Eddie Gordo with. You know, you press buttons and it just flows. Yeah. And it's and it's satisfying. I don't know what to tell you, but that staff fight like it's always so cool looking. It's it's flashy, it's elegant, all that. And seeing all these rangers just kick it with these things is awesome. I love that this is their weapon. The whole journey into the West Monkey King extendo stick kind of stuff. You know, the cool thing is is that when we have purse priest versus uh, Shoji. He goes, well, I'm going to do it again because this worked last time. And he blasts all the faces at him. And Shoji puts his hands behind his back, remembers his training with mm-hmm. Master Kaku, and he just moves out of the way, out of every head. Yeah. Also, in, yeah, yeah, it's 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 really cool. And then uh, comes in with the staff. It's, and it's, it's like uh, Ryo in the first episode where yeah. he was taught something and now Shoji was taught something. Um, also in this fight, we get to see all the rangers' different techniques because we yeah. see the fire blast and then we also see uh, Daigo's phantom stuff, but he basically makes constructs. Yeah, he summoned a ghost train. Yeah, he Ghostbusters 2 uh, those whatever... God, the... the tuxedo monsters yeah he, he uh yeah he runs them over with a train uh kazu has time powers yeah so he screws up he gets hit by three capotros the tuxedo monsters i'm looking at it now he gets hit by three capotros and then he's like all right no big deal he re- rewinds time and before they even get to him just shoots them all yeah <laughs> they run at me just 
bam, bam, bam. Do they show Linz or does she just yeah. do the, the yeah. wind blast? She again? she does do the wind blast. So she jumps in the air and that's like they she calls it out and like it's just a tornado attack that flies out at him. It's pretty cool. I think one of my favorite parts of this episode is how we defeat the purse priest. And Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they all land. They once he like dodges all the the heads and uh, lands an attack back on him. Um, he pulls out a grenade, the enlargement grenade. Yeah, and this is a this is a first. They all throw their staffs at him, and they and they kind of like jail him. They cage him up like one of his 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 arms like are both pinned down by two staffs. Yeah, and like so he can't pull the pin on it. It's like you ain't going big. No. Yeah, he's like oh I can't enlarge no, and they. All stand and they channel all of their chi into Hadoken blasts, and yeah. they kind of throw them all at the same time. So that and they then they form move. into one giant one and blow him up. Yeah, they're like, that. That's cool. Like if it's it's like they're amateurs, but they got they got skills. It's sensible stuff, you know. And all the, all the times is like happening enlargement and stuff, you know. It's always like. Oh, so, you know, Bandora makes it big. You can't really, there's nothing to stop that. She just does it. Yeah. This is cool that since they do it, and it's like, why not just stop them from doing that? And they, second episode, they address it. You know, yeah. it's like, yeah, you can do that. You can just stop it. So cool. Really, really, really dope. Um, how does this one end? That's how that one ends. Isn't there any kind of further? Resolution? The children. No, I don't remember. I don't remember, y'all. Power play through. Um, <laughs> we just watched it. Yeah, we just watched it, but, like... The, there was so much going on, I was my, really yeah, overwhelmed. My, my brain is, like... I would say about 80% of my memory of these episodes were committed to just remembering the names of the Rangers, which was paramount to me, you know? But, uh, yeah, in the next episode, we... God... So, in the previous episode, we had people about to be beheaded and turned into monsters. Mm-hmm. This episode, we get some good old-fashioned soul-stealing. Yeah. We start off with a little girl and a little boy walking, and the little girl is yelling. I guess it's her, his sister. Yeah. The, and I actually remember the little boy's name. His name's Masao. Hmm. Um, she's saying, like, uh, she's, like, berating him for not studying or something yeah, like that. Yeah, he had to stand out in the hall in the middle of class. Yeah, and he's like, well, whatever, and he runs off. But while that is happening, our boys, um, Shoji and um, Kazu, Kazu, Shoji and Kazu, are having like a little race. They're having like a they're having a frat boy race. Yeah, Shoji's on his bike. Kazu is in his nice car. Like, uh, couldn't tell you what make it was right off the bat. But yeah, he was in. He's in his car. Yeah, he's in his car. And um, also, Kazu is a hairdresser, and he dresses. Fancy, yeah. Like the, uh, he wears suits. He, that's it. He's a suit guy, and I, I respect that. I don't know. Maybe I've got an affinity for yellow Sentai Rangers, but he's been my favorite so far. Like really? I, I feel like I'm a Shoji guy right now. That's I funny. like his Los Angeles baseball jacket. <laughs> yeah, I like his. He's got a pomp. Yeah. I like his shorts. I like his hair. Yeah. I like his hot-headed attitude. Yeah. Uh, uh, I like I like Hazu so far because he's like he's. I just like he's got style. This isn't even a Kazu episode. No, it's not, but it, I like that he's got style, man. Yeah, this is a Daigo episode. Yeah. But, um, yeah, they're doing that recklessly, and that kind of comes around, too, where it's just like they 
they they almost not, hit this kid with the car. Well, that, but like I mean, like later on in the episode too, they like it comes around it's like you need to take this more serious. Yeah, because um, yeah, they almost hit this kid. They go around him and then they both stop. And they run back like kid, you all right? And he's just staring, mm-hmm. like you know, as a kid that almost died would you know, just kind of petrified. Um, we get introduced to uh, to our uh, villain in this real fast, which is. Uh, the key jester, yeah, key jester, key king, key. He is the key jester or Mister Keyest. Mister Keyest, which he's, I, I'm a his... big, I'm a big best genist fan. I think that that's, <laughs> I think that's such a good name. So you vibing with the? I'm, key... fee- I'm feeling Mister Keyest. Mister Keyest. Yeah, I like that too. I mean, I'm gonna call him Key Jester. His human form is a very <laughs> It's a very, very creepy man. Uh kid snatcher look. <laughs> like, he's wearing a bowler cap, he's got purple lipstick on, yeah, makeup just, everywhere. Yeah, and he <laughs> He's always going, ooh. Yeah, yeah. Uh his whole thing, so we so we get to uh see Masao's house and he's in bed and and he and uh Mr. Keyest comes in and he has a keys, all, all different keys. They're like some of them are used to unlock people's souls. Yeah, keys can open everything. Yeah. Doors, doors to the soul. Yeah, yeah. He and puts, he's just feeling himself. He puts the key on the kid on his chest and turns it, and the kid's chest opens up like a compartment. And there's a little glowing orb inside that he takes, and that's the kid's soul. Yeah. And then he just bugs out, just disappears. Masao's sister comes in and is like, Masao, what are you doing? And then she's like, he's not moving. She comes up and grabs his lifeless body and shakes him. Masao! You know, like, he's he's just staring. There's He's not breathing. Nothing. He's yeah. he got no soul. And um, we go to the hospital where she's yelling at the... Uh, she's yelling at our two rangers, Kazu and Shoji, saying, mm-hmm. this is your fault. He's traumatized from you nearly, nearly killing him. It's like, oh, we... You know, like, we, he was fine afterwards. I mean, he was a little shaken. You're like, this couldn't be us, right? And the doctor's like, well, a lot of kids are doing this right now. <laughs> He's like, There's a lot of kids that are just veggies right now. Yeah, like, yeah. He, it's uh, a predicament. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so they know that something's up. You know, it's like this. They, Yeah, the kid was nearly killed by, by them and their reckless little frat boy racing. But they know something's up because other kids are having this happen. Um, so they, let's see here. They're walking. They they're walking away because they're like, we couldn't have done it. We could. It couldn't have been us. Yeah. Oh, then we get a creepy POV. We get a creepy attacked. POV of just close to the ground, like yeah. something on the ground following them, and it's coming after them, like real uh Sam Raimi stuff, you know, like in uh, Evil Dead, like he's like following the hand. Or or yeah, yeah, or like yeah, if he was a POV of a of a thing from Adam's family or something. Yeah. But it's following it and then it gets into this like sedan that's like right there. And then gets next into it's Toyota Tercel. <laughs> Toyota Tercel. And they're walking and they like they come out the tunnel and it's this turn with this like stone wall and the car comes right after him, and they have to like run up the wall real quick. Like they, it it happens all in frame and stuff. There's no cuts. It's a really cool looking shot. They, they're these are some athletic boys. The car comes around. They dodge again. Um, Kazu gets knocked into a trash can, 
when he get head caught in the trash can. And so Shoji's the only one that sees this. There's a doll. There's a creepy little doll <laughs> driving this this car. <laughs> when he looks in, he's like, it's just a doll. And the doll goes, don't underestimate me. I'm not just a doll. Yeah. He's like, yeah, I, I, yeah. Like it's, it's, <laughs> oh, maybe it's shortle. <laughs> yeah, it was rough. Oh my God. Like, oh, that's creepy. Yeah. And, uh, Kazu's like, what do you mean? I didn't see a doll. So there's a doll. There's a doll. And like, it tried to kill us. Is Kazu not seeing it. Like, you like, doesn't believe him. Because like that sounds ridiculous. They go back to the the hangout, the head the headquarters, the uh, I don't know what to call this place, Master okay. Master Kaku's warehouse, it's the dark room, the dark room. Yeah, the it looks like a mixture. It's an armory. Like, it, there's all kinds of blades. It, ki- it kind of looks like the Foot Clan headquarters, but only no half pipes. Yeah, you know, like yeah. In the first entrance. Fun. Like, this is how we you know, like you know that that dope. Song is playing, and you also see, uh, oh, you also see, oh, what's that actor's name? He's fantastic. Why can't I think of him right now? He's a uh, menthol regular, you know, yeah. that 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 foot the soldier, Sam Rockwell. Oh, that was Sam Rockwell, yeah, yeah, menthol's regular. That's Sam Rockwell, right? Like, it's just that's all it's missing is a greasy Sam Rockwell, like, like, you know, he's also the one that talks to Casey, where he's like, you know, oh, we're family, you know, he's all. And Casey, oh, that great line. Yeah, this, this, right this here, family? and that down there, family. <laughs> and the Tatsu on the ground that just got knocked out by a golf club. Ugh. Yeah. Oh, man. What a movie. Man, Fandom. they murder the Shredder in that one. Yeah, they do. I mean, they murdered the Shredder in the first comic book, so. Yeah, but they they threw a man who had just broken Oop. a bunch of bones into a garbage truck, and then Casey goes, Casey, whoops. Oops, crushing That's exactly the sound he makes. Whoops! <laughs> That's exactly the sound he makes as he pulls the lever that crushes a human being. And then he makes out with April O'Neil. And all and those those giant turtles on the roof. Hey, guess what? I just murdered somebody. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, Casey! <laughs> like from the Oh my god. What a fantastic movie. <laughs> Wonderful film. It movie. is it is still one of the absolute best comic book films of all time it's so good that movie kicks it's awesome anyway master kaku's uh know where we're at Ma- oh, no we're in the master kaku dark room yeah armory. The, yeah dark room armory warehouse and i and he and shoji's like it was dolls it was a doll it attacked us and and rio and lynn are like dolls <laughs> Was, yeah, they're dolls. And Lynn's like, well, if they're dolls, then we don't need to do anything. <laughs> said, you don't need the heavy hitters. Yeah. Let's go, Rio. <laughs> yeah, Lynn and Rio just take off. And he's like, and so er, no one believes Shoji. Uh, what is, does Master Kaku have anything? Like, oh yeah, that's the one where he's suspicious of what's going on. Yeah. And the uh, generals are, uh, the generals are are saying like, well, you know, he can't find out. Well, he'll put an end to this. Well, they, they're like, no one's going to help us. No one's going to help us. And then they turn and Daigo's still sitting there and he goes, I'll help even you. one story deserves investigation. Yeah, he's a, he's, yeah, I like that a lot. He's a man that he likes to get the, to the truth of the matter. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's not like, if he was like a, 
if he was like a constable or something like that, he's not about making the the verdict or not making the 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 arrest or what what is it not coming to. The, he's not jumping to a conclusion. He's yeah, looking he, for the evidence. He, yeah, he he goes through everything. We we get a very much so a good look at a Daigo's personality, which is a, well, he's a, yeah he he's an he's a prag- thoughtful pragmatic. Man. Yeah, thoughtful, serious guy. He's a good man to be number two. He is, he is. Um, yeah, so he goes with them to uh, figure out what's what's uh, going on, see if they can find. Before this, we cut to the generals who are scolding the key jester. They're like, we just told you to steal souls. Yeah. We didn't want your little doll plan. Yeah, and that's where they say, like, if Master the, Kaku yeah. gets to... Gets... The Die Ranger are inexperienced. Yeah. Master Kaku, if he finds out, then we're going to deal with some stuff. Yeah. Yeah, and he's... And the key jester... And this conversation takes place in the same amphitheater that the King Sphinx episode It is. Is it? Yeah, yeah. It is the same amphitheater as the King Sphinx and, and Zeu. It's a different mural, but it is the exact same amphitheater. Yeah, I, I, safe to say, I think. Yeah. yeah. Um, so let's see. So uh, they go to the hospital. Yeah, and Daigo, they get to talk with, to Masao's sister. Yeah, they get with Masao's sister, and Daigo basically kind of like sticks with her. Well, she does the same thing. She's like, "You're not going in there, and I'm not talking to you because it's your fault." Right. Right. And yeah. yeah. They leave, and they're kind of, like, dejected. And Daigo goes, what do you mean it's their fault? Mm -hmm. Tell me what they did to you. And he sits on a bench with her. He lets her cry, gives her his hanky. She explains the situation, and... Yeah. Then they're off to the races to find out what happened, because they look down a... They look down under a bridge, and they see the key jester ripping a soul out of a child. Yeah, yeah. He's literally opening up their chest like, 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 like a, like a pantry or something, you know, just like and pulling out a soul orb. Yeah, it's rough. <laughs> like if we're, the implications, rough. Yeah, and they're like, nope, we got to go after him. Let's go, let's yeah. go get him. And they chase him, and he's gone. But what did he leave behind? Four dolls. One's got rope. One's got a knife. One's got a cleaver. One's got a cleaver. And the other one's got a rolling pin. Yeah, yeah. For, they attack. They like uh, they attack uh, Daigo and um, Masao's sister, and like they they dangle from the bridge and come at him and stuff yeah. like that. And they're knocking them away, but they're still like tying them up and like coming at him, trying to chop them with the cleaver. It's, it's and horrific. they're making scary faces too. Yeah, it is a horrific scene. I, their, their faces change like from doll like normal face to like. Ah! It's, it, at this point, when I'm watching the show, I turn to Freddie and I go, this show's terrifying. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no. This is the <laughs> stuff, like, that really would bother me as little Freddie. Well, little Freddie would, like, didn't like this kind of thing at all. But you're a puppet master guy. I became, yeah, that's the weird thing. Like, I was afraid of clowns. Killer Clowns from Outer Space became one of my favorite movies of all time. I was oh. afraid of tiny little th- killer things. I absolutely love the puppet master franchise i have a i have a a full-scale blade doll you know like i love i love the puppet master series rawhead rex scared the crap out of me as a 13 or 12 year old however old i was thanks to count cool riders 
public access show where he watched B movies and stuff like that. Awesome, like awesome Vegas stuff. If look it up, Count Cool Rider. But um, if you're familiar with uh, Count's Customs, he used to be a Dracula. He, he actually has, still is a Dracula. Yeah, he also owns a rock club called Counts Vamped. Yeah, yeah, he's a cool dude. Saw but Chris he, Jericho but he, there. he had a public access show where he was full Dracula. He rode a Harley. He was like a Elvis impersonator Dracula. It was awesome, and he would watch B movies, or he would introduce, he would, uh, you know, narrate, not narrate, uh, yeah, introduce B movies, and he would like in between, like in commercial breaks, like, ha, you know, it's pretty scary, you know, they get stay tuned, you know, and they go to commercials, so bad. they come back. It was awesome. It's so dope. I didn't even see Rawhead Rex on that show. I saw the trailer. It's like, ah, next week we'll be watching Rawhead Rex, you know, and and then they showed the trailer. Scared the crap out of me. Rawhead Rex was one of the scariest things I've ever seen in my life, and I did not watch that movie until I was 17 years old. <laughs> like, I was terrified of watching that movie. I worked up the courage, and I finally rented it, and I watched it, and I fell in love. Rawhead Rex is one of my favorite monsters of all time. It's so weird, but... Yeah, little Freddy. Not about this. No, 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 no. I was, I was very scared of this kind of stuff. That was a weird waveform. Yeah, that's my nose. Oh, wait, this that's these little dolls. I would have been done with Die Ranger if this was, you know, if 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 this was ninety four and 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 I, and I was a uh, yeah and I, and I was and I grew up in Japan you know like you know I was watching this I would have been done no nope, not watching Die Ranger anymore that has that has the dolls in it <laughs> um, scary dolls so they escape the dolls and the dolls take <laughs> off in their tercel yeah um, <laughs> which is just yeah which is just the crew car now yeah and they. They chase the Tercel to this warehouse where they're at, right. and they hear this song, and they're like, have fun doing bad things. Have, have fun, fun doing, doing these bad things. Yeah, yeah. fun. We're doing all the bad things. They hear the, yeah. the little doll singing this, and... They peek around, and then just like, there's a hippo doll, and there's... Well, a... well, like, Daigo goes, stay here, and she goes, no, I'm coming with you. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. And yeah. he goes, Okay. I guess you can come with me, child, while I go investigate murderous dolls. By the way, uh, Shoji and Kazu like gave up and are like, yeah, they just diner. dipped. They just dipped. They're at a diner. Like, what do you think's going on? You know, like it's maybe there's more explanation to it, but that's where we see uh, Sh- uh, Shoji and Kazu is at at some diner. But uh, yeah, so Daigo he peeks in and he sees this like hippo doll that's adorable, a Santa. A bear yeah. and some creepy little girls with sharp teeth. Uh, we see uh, the keyist <laughs> master. We see the key jester, and he is holding one of the soul orbs, and he's holding a doll, and he goes, "Now it's time for you to wake up." And he feeds the soul to the doll, and it <gasps> wakes up, and it joins in on the "Have Fun Doing Bad Things" song. Have fun doing bad things, <laughs> and he turns around and he sees Daigo. Yeah. Looking through the window, and then Daigo also hears like a, aha, you thought you could do this? And he turns around, and there's a leprechaun with fangs. <laughs> <laughs> just like throws no. him through. The, the fang leprechaun just throws him through the wall. Yeah, like he hits him with something, and it sends, like, yeah, it, it, it knocks him through. 
And the Kia's like, ooh. You know, was like, <laughs> he goes, ooh, you'll be giving me your souls now, right? Yeah, like, <laughs> oh my gosh. This is, this is, ooh. Yeah. Uh, like, Daigo basically immediately transforms, and um, Kia goes into his monster form. Yeah. And, like, we see some of his attacks. He uses, like, a scissor head. Yeah, he has, like, this scissor key attack where, like, he cuts straight through a girder with his head and yeah. stuff like that. And then he slices another one. And, um... The dolls are attacking. Yeah. The key jester is attacking. And it's just Daigo against this monster. Yeah, he's getting overwhelmed pretty yeah. bad by that. They get taken to the infamous quarry. Yeah, because, you know... Because all towns produce rocks. <laughs> yeah. And uh, he kind of, he gets beaten to the point to where they steal Masao's sister's soul. Yeah, they have her on top of a cliff. And then they throw her off. They just throw her. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, they, they throw her body. They just throw her body. Daigo, has, like, runs to grab her. And, and, like, and when he grabs her, like, he can't revive her. Like, she she's not moving. And he is, he's super distraught by this. Uh, the rest of the, the rangers show up. And he, like, we, the rest of the rangers show up, and Daigo punches Shoji and Kazu straight yeah. in the mouth each. Leaves blood. He's like, where were you? Where were you when I, when I needed you? You know, like, he is super, like, n- nothing, nothing. I came to us. help you, and that this became my battle. Yeah. What happened? Yeah. Uh, I like it, and the the episode basically ends. It ends with a to be continued. Yeah, right there. yeah. We don't like. Well, we don't know what's gonna happen, but I mean, obviously, you know, good will prevail. But like, it's a there's a lot with this this new series just from these first three episodes. First off, it's just a very different feel to the city. So it feels like we're in a still in like Japan, but we're like in a different district or well, something. Like we're always remember with every Sentai series, we're kind of in a different world. We're in a world where past Sentai didn't really exist. Um, throughout Zoo Ranger, you talked about how it didn't feel heavy and dark. It felt lighthearted. And this, <laughs> this <laughs> like right, show, on, right off the bat, we get uh, thre- from, threatening beheadings, uh, children's souls being stolen. From Jump Street, this one starts off as dark. We're in a secret war. We, with, we don't know who the enemy is. Lampreys eating children. Yeah, getting dragged into holes in the yeah. ground. It's, it's a darker place that we're in. And uh, whew, it just feels like... It feels like a different world. It feels, it feels like dirtier. Yeah, like it feels like this is like we're you know in the... this is this is Predator Two in the nineties. This is Los Angeles in the nineties. Yeah, we in the crap. We in some. We in the dank. <laughs> like, yeah, it's it does feel like it like it takes place in a different. I say it feels like a different area of of Japan. It just it just feels like dirtier is the best way I could put it. It just feels like it's darker. It's dingier. It's more. You know, um, there's been some funny stuff, but even like the base, like and the mentor, there's nothing really. Not that he's a bad guy, but like, look at Barza. He's not playing. Look at Barza though. You know, he's like, oh, look at that silly wizard. You know, and it's just like that's cute. Kaku is seems to be very methodical. We know nothing about him except that he's a G and he runs things. Yeah, you know, like absolutely. 
He will not give you an answer, if, but if he'll he, show you the path to an answer. In the, in the uh, immortal words of Mark Henry, if he charged you for air, you'd pay your bill on time. Like, that's 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 Kaku. Like, yeah. He just seems like... He's like a... What's the... Uh, Nickelodeon Master Splinter? Yeah. Yeah, well, who's just a boss, you know? <laughs> like, and just... Yeah. He's a... Uh, He's really cool. I I like it, but even him, there's like you're you feel kind of unsafe with him too because he just like he seems like a guy that would go to. He seems like if you weren't completing the tasks that he wanted you to complete, yeah, you would wish that you completed the tasks. Yeah, he wouldn't. Yeah, he's not. He seems like the kind of guy that steps on necks, is what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, he does seem like that. He's not a guy that'll. Uh, he's not that'll dote you. You know, he's not a doting. Like, oh, it's okay, you know, it's like, well, prevailing, no, he's just like, no, you need to learn this or you die. You know, it's like, you're gonna, you're gonna die and you're gonna let everyone, you know, you're gonna fail mankind, basically. Um, but everything, like, this dark warehouse, like, the only bright spots have been, like, you know, our heroes, you know, but I feel like, I'm not gonna make any bold predictions, but I feel like we're gonna see them dim a bit too by some of this stuff i don't i think that any light that we see yeah. in this uh i mean like we know what what comes out of this i think that any light that we see is going to come from our Kiba ranger yeah i think that they're all going to be falling to the darkness and the white ranger is the light yeah right because it's it is each of them like you like you know, Kazu, we've seen their their uh, day trade, you know, and Kazu being like a hairdresser, and it's nice, but just like right below the surface, and I'm reading into it way too much, I understand that, but right below the surface is this dark, scary world, you know, where, yeah. where things are bad, <laughs> things are like, yeah, the monsters are still goofy, but so far, they've been just trying to murk people, <laughs> like they've been trying to sacrifice people. It hasn't been petty and small, it's been... It's been sacrifices to our God. Yeah, it's like, we ain't turning kids into fruit. We're cutting heads off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, We're it's, stealing souls. All in all, I'm super excited for this one. It's, it looks awesome. Like, I love, like, I mean, again, this is our first batch of episodes from this, so we're missing pieces. We didn't even talk about, like, the weird spaceship things from the Gorma tribe. No, we only saw them for a second, so, yeah. like, I'm waiting. I'm yeah. waiting on that before we dive into it. Yeah, uh, but um, in the generals, you know, we don't know much about them. But it's it's. I'm super excited for this. It the only thing that we the only thing that has any familiarity to us is the Zords. You yeah, know? but outside of that, everything is new. Just there's like you know there's it's it's really oh and uh, some of the monsters obviously, but like outside of that, it's just all fresh organic experience with. Yeah. Uh, completely new stuff it's hot it's real hot because of that we're gonna shut this one down before we get started on our thank yous i want to give a huge shout out to james and nicole over at mostly speaking sentai they're another podcast out here in the castiverse where we talk into microphones alone in our homes well they're talking not alone in their home they're bringing in guests every week that have never seen an episode of Super Sentai and they're getting their hot takes on that show right after viewing it. They're four episodes deep right now and I've listened to everyone and each one gets better. 
can't recommend it more. So please, after you're done listening to this, go download Mostly Speaking Sentai. Subscribe even. And you're going to love it. Believe me. We want to thank you for listening to our show. Without you, what, what are we doing? What are we doing? Just screaming into the void? We want to thank Rainer for the use of our theme song, Power Playthrough. If you want to get yourself a digital download of our song and any of their songs, you can head over to rainer.bandcamp.com. That's where you can get that. You can also get any of their insane merch. You can get yourself a Rainer Club koozie while you're there. If you're feeling so generous as to support Rainer, maybe you want to come support us. We have a Patreon over at patreon.com slash powerplaythrough where every week we're putting out VR Troopers episodes and we'll be putting out one tomorrow. And if you're in the Las Vegas area this weekend, you can head over to Sabacon Las Vegas at Alexis Park Hotel where Freddie and I will be hanging out at the T-Zero booth, talking Rangers, talking Sentai. It's going to be a really fun time and we can't wait to see you out there. If you want to follow us on any of the social media, you can head over to Instagram and follow us at Power Playthrough. If you want to do the Twitter or the Facebook thing, you can head over there. And we're both of those at P Playthrough. That's everything. So if you're on the Patreon, we'll see you tomorrow for some VR Troopers. And if not, we'll see you Monday for some Power Rangers. Thank you for listening. And may the power protect you.